Today's episode 109 of Bleaker for You. Tonight's guest, Emily by Mills. Plus, we'll talk to 70s punk sensation Nigel Bastard. Wow. All this? Yes. And spitting up blood? That was the one of the most awkward ones we've ever done. I went. I was thinking of what do '70s punk rock sensations do, and I remembered like you know they the, die. Well, Kevin. that is for sure. This one didn't. Hopefully, we didn't book a corpse, did we? Oh man, <laughs> what a world that would be! <laughs> what a, what a, what a great podcast! Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's a good special guest, corpse. <laughs> My Dead Relative. It's a sequel to My Favorite Murder. Oh, okay. Uh, do you think anyone's done a podcast of a seance? It has to have happened. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like, but like, do you think it's it's serious or do you think it's like a comedy? Like, we're going to riff and also do a seance. I mean, isn't the seriousness of it the comedy itself? Or the uh, comedy of it is the seriousness itself? There it is. Whoa, wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Do we just get high? Oh. <laughs> Bro, it's like all of comedy is serious, but all of reality is comedy. Dude, if the world did a seance, there'd be peace. <laughs> if all the leaders of all the countries just held hands and summoned ghosts, we wouldn't even have problems, dude. Also, are you going to finish those bagels? Uh, no. bag- bagel bites is what I meant. Oh, okay. I was going to say, no one finishes bagels. Nobody you finishes. Can't, you can't finish a sleeve. This whole office can't finish a sleeve of bagels. You every week. So? Every week we're throwing out moldy bagels, Kevin. Oh. And we should be pegging cars with them, but we're not. We're throwing, throwing <laughs> or, them in the or trash. Or giving them to the less fortunate. Well, I'm not going to peg the less fortunate with a moldy bagel. <laughs> that was not what I was insinuating. Okay. But, you know, it's crazy. It's a wild one over here. <laughs> it's wild card. Right there, yeah. uh, I'm Kevin Anderson, of course. Yes, you are. And who are you? Oh, I'm uh, Kevin Anderson's co-host, Matt Brousseau. <laughs> Please. That's how I introduce myself at parties. Oh though. no, that's a bummer. <laughs> you're like, oh, you might, uh, like, like not even, not even when I'm there. Just like when you're at a party and yeah. I'm not there, you're still like, I'm Kevin Anderson's co-host. I have no self determination. It's <laughs> oh Jesus, it's purely pure. My life is is measured purely in relation to other people. <laughs> and then people will be like, well, who's Kevin Anderson? He goes, this white guy. And then you like, oh, another go, one. Hey, what, what are you a co-host? Was he got a beard? <laughs> yeah, was he? A, let me guess. He's an open mic comedian with a beard <laughs> and glasses, and uh, mm-hmm. he has occasional. Mm-hmm jokes where he says uh, uh, dark things, but he smiles while he does it. Oh, too soon to talk about his dead dad? That's what they keep saying. <laughs> they all think, they all, all of them across that. the board think it's too soon. Uh-huh. Uh, but here we are talking about it right now, what, what disproving the mythos. How are you, Kevin? Oh, you know, it's been a, it's been a hectic one today. Uh, I was driving around all over. Uh, as you know, uh, my girlfriend recently got surgery, so I've been helping her out with a lot of, uh, you know, things like uh, mobility-wise, driving her places and mm-hmm. stuff like that because... Uh, she's now she's, half-robot. She has to relearn life. <laughs> Yeah, that's why the mobility is a big part of it. Is she's trying to learn how to feel again uh-huh. with her with her fingers. And she has those tank treads. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for, for sure, for sure. Uh-huh. She's uh, she's got two two Panzer tank uh-huh. uh, uh, treads instead of legs, and then uh, still like still killing it on the upper half. Though. And still more human than you. Well, I always I always asked her. I was like, you you need to still are you human or are you dancer? So I say to her whenever whenever she's going in for the surgery, I like, make sure you're still dancer after this. That would be the word the. the the moment before the last thing you hear before you die is a is a killer's lyric. <laughs> oh, Mr. Brightside, no! <laughs> more like maybe you get die, die in traffic. Like, it's like more like Mr. Blindside, yeah, am I right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's a joke. Uh, <laughs> we have fun, but yeah. So I was just dry, like I dropped her off at a place. Uh, All right. <laughs> It's just you know, it's just it's just traffic, man. It's traffic. It's the holidays. People are out there. They're sure. getting their deals. I their verb deals to on a deals. noun. Verb to a noun. Uh, and there's a you know a moment where 
I had to drop her off at the train station from uh, from from a shopping center area. So we were leaving the parking lot, and it took like 30 minutes just to get out of this mega like parking, like the Empire Center. If you live in Burbank, it's that place. Mm-hmm. A lot of businesses, not a lot of uh, cohesiveness to the route. Right, and then like. I'm just sitting there, and I'm trying to go, and apparently I'm blocking the Wendy's uh, parking lot oh, entrance a little bit. I know. A... I'm the problem. They have deals, Kevin. They have the deal. Yeah, Black Friday deals <laughs> Black at Wendy's. Friday, Wendy's de- you come here at midnight after Thanksgiving, yeah. and you get like- Get yesterday's hamburgers today. <laughs> yeah, they just sell They just sell the ones that didn't sell yeah. uh, for really pe- cheap. Then you peg cars with them. <laughs> you peg cars with them, but don't give them to the homeless. Uh-huh. Uh, that, is, that is the official motto of this podcast, apparently. Wow. Uh, but All then right. like some lady- uh, you know, we're not moving, so obviously we can have conversations in traffic. And she goes, uh, hey, you're blocking the driveway. It's like mad at me. Like, you know, I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Nobody's moving. There's not a lot I can do. Mm-hmm. And then Vanessa says, your chin is blocking your neck. <laughs> and then, uh, I was like, like, yep. like, yeah, she, she had surgery. She had she surgery. Had surgery. She, she had surgery. surgery. The yeah. anesthesia hasn't worn off after six days. She's a comedian under anesthesia. Yeah. <laughs> right, in trouble. This is- Get ready for some truth bombs, <laughs> lady. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's, just, it's been a hectic. I've been driving all over the place. And then, it sounds uh, like you. Now it's good. Now you know they call me Johnny Four Wheels. Uh-huh. They always do. Uh, how's how's your how's your post holidays been? Are you good? You got you got you've been buying stuff. You buy a bunch of Black Friday things. No 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 no, Kevin. Uh, you don't participate in these corporate games. No, I just bought them on other days. Oh, it just okay. <laughs> yeah. I just don't really do pay. I don't pay day. attention to the calendar. Things no, just no. keep moving. Time. What is it? I don't Flat know. Flat circle. No. <laughs> Could be anything. I measure time and distance between two major deals at uh, Target. That's what I Right, right, right. You measure time and the time it takes you to get out of the Target parking lot. Yes. So I measure time. You measure time, in essence. I'm okay, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, In a long series of... uh, of uh, poorly managed self care. Ooh, sounds I've, like you. I've added a new thing. So, so you know, I've got the, the you know the old things. The uh, uh, the the micro right? Doing bumps, bumps of cocaine instead of lines. Yeah, because you know, yeah. it's a medical thing. That's a way. medical thing. Well, it's it's uh, it's like a methadone thing where you're weaning yourself off of these dependencies. I'm not weaning myself off, Kevin. All right, well, you're taking less at a time, so you feel better about it. I'm taking less so I can use it more. <laughs> Matt Brousseau, taking less so you can use uh-huh. it more. Uh, I get that. Here's my new it is uh, once a week I don't eat for like 18 hours. That's not good. No, no, no. It's like a, it's a it's a fast, a fast track to starving. Hey, why were you were you doing it because you're concerned about your weight? Uh, no, it's just I mean not really. It's just it's a it's a way just to just to slow uh, things down. And you're supposed to live longer uh, unless you get hit by a bus. Well, that is, that yeah, that's, is always the uh, that's always the mulligan, right? That's uh, every test they run. Wait, so they say bust wins. if you do a, a regular fast, you live longer. Well, it's just uh, I think it's a good thing, you know shake up the body a little bit, Kevin. That's yeah. the old doctor's orders, you know. <laughs> I, I have a, I have a <laughs> doctor says surprise your body yeah, every now and then. Yeah, you know what? Throw him a curveball. Uh-huh. You know, maybe maybe sometimes you, you you don't eat, maybe sometimes you eat too much. Uh-huh. You know? And if you can hit a curveball, Kevin, l- <laughs> then you make the major leagues. That's the difference between a major league baseball player and a minor league baseball. Touch them all. <laughs> that is not the difference. All the bases. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So basically, you're saying that. Uh, and this is a real thing. You're not just doing like this is. A I don't do thing. bits for the show. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> Sometimes I will goad you into them, but they uh-huh. don't normally do it. Uh, so what is what is the health benefit of uh, not allowing yourself food like once a week? Because basically, 18 hours. That's like basically a full day of not eating. Kind of, but you but sleeping counts. Sleep eating. So you sleep eat. Yes, I sleep eat. Yes, <laughs> I uh, fight and sleep eat. What is it supposed to do though? Uh, like, it's it's uh, well, I mean, it keeps your caloric intake down. 
But okay. also, there's some sort of aging process that I've only half studied because that's how I do these things. You see a headline, you're uh-huh. like, eating food not that much, sometimes good. And you're like, oh, I'm into it. I'm Man into hit it. by train lives because he was eating a burger. I'm like, burgers for the rest of the day then. <laughs> All burgers near train tracks. <laughs> that's right. Anytime I'm near a train, I only eat burgers. I love your new tattoo, uh-huh. by the way. It's Thank great. you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> only eat fast food when you buy them tracks. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like uh, uh, one of those uh, barbed wire tattoos, but it's words. It's calligraphy. It's just I like those old barbed wire tattoos. They just write the word barbed wire. Yeah, this is the barbed wire. Or just, I am tough. Uh, Be scared of me. I was yeah. The barbed wire is like I got a tattoo. That's what it really means to me. That's Look at me. I got bad. a tattoo. Look at me. Hey, uh, or the old George Carlin bit where he goes, "I want to get a tattoo on the on the center of my forehead that just says I have colored ink in my skin." <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But okay. So have you noticed the, any benefits from this, or is it just like a thing that you're doing now? Uh, I just started it recently, but okay. I, I guess like a... Long-term it, game. It, you know, as you get older, the weight fluctuates. It's easier to keep the weight down. Mm-hmm. Not that it's an issue for me, but it's a nice thing to be in control of. Yeah, you don't want it, you don't want it to become an issue. Mm-hmm. And if the best way to do that is to make yourself really sad one day a week by not eating... <laughs> You know, this this seems to kind of match up with your uh, your amphetamine intake because uh-huh. Go is, on. That, is that why you started fasting? It's like, well, I did a bunch of drugs and I'm not hungry. I don't so. have money for food. All these drugs. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's the best diet, uh-huh. though. Is just how it was not buying food because you bought a bunch of drugs. That it's is the best diet. diet. Thank the you, best doctor. Diet. I'm doctor. I'm doctor K. You can find me between K, Third yeah. and Western. And, uh-huh. Down in uh, down at uh, that old pizza place that doesn't have an oven that you, you went to. You know it's good if the doctor just hands you pills w- just from his bare hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... Po- A little bit of pocket lint in it, too. It's like, I have... They're all different sizes. There's an old Mad Magazine joke where uh, I'd say, uh, I used to give uh, Elvis these like they're M&M's. <laughs> Wait, is that where we're at 109 episodes in? It's just, yeah, it's just old, Mad old Magazine. Things stuck in my brain from, from childhood. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, I uh, fell down the stairs on a chair once. Remember that? Did you? No, I did. I fell. I, I, I leaned backwards on a chair. And that was right just at the a... top of stairs. <laughs> yeah. Great, great, great place for a chair to be. Yeah, yeah. We learned uh, to put a railing in. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> so the chair's back was to the stairs. Mm-hmm. You leaned back. You didn't fall sideways. Correct. At, at what, in what world does this make sense at all? It was a loft, <laughs> uh, and the carpenter uh, hadn't put the railing in yet. Okay. And the amazing thing is my brother, for some reason, had a tape recorder running in the room, and he captured it all on tape. This just had so many more questions to this whole thing. Uh-huh. So he didn't the, play it. It wasn't mousetrap. I was going to say, this feels like it was a premeditated effort to make you fall downstairs. In retrospect, sure. Certainly. Did, did the legs seem wobbly yeah, in the chair? Yeah. There were no legs on it. There were no legs. I sat down, and there were no legs. <laughs> he just pulls some two two strings and the legs all the legs are gone. Classic Rube. Uh, how many stairs did you fall down? Um, enough. Were they carpeted? No. Oh boy. Lasting damage. I was okay. It's one of those things. You know, kids can take a beating. Oh, boy. but not. You know, okay. I should rephrase that. <laughs> oh no, we need to get back to it. This is why we're here today. This is the podcast. Uh-huh. Kids can take a beating, and that's what we should do to teach them. That hitting things solves your problems. Yeah. Anyway, you know they're 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 soft. They're limber. If I did that now, malleable, I'd be, I'd be in a world of world of trouble. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is that is absolutely true. You get I get hurt waking up. Like if I get out of bed yeah, too yeah. quickly, I'm like, oh well, that's on. That's not going to work for a while. Right. I get hurt just just reading 
reading the news every day. Well, that's more hey, of emotional. Ooh, uh, hey, wait, hot takes? All right, all right. We had a lot of those last episode. <laughs> certainly did. Uh, speaking of form. episodes, this is definitely one. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, this is going to be a fun episode. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got, <laughs> yeah, as opposed to the other 108, uh, which have been tolerable at best, uh, no, this is going to be good. Uh, we're going to be talking to a very funny comedian, mm-hmm. uh, someone I love watching uh, work on stage. She's fantastic. Uh, Emily Maya Mills mm-hmm. will be here. She'll be stopping by to chat about things uh, oh, of probably, you know, uh, we'll see where she weighs in on beating their ki- beating kids, uh, uh-huh. chair pranks and uh-huh. everything in between. Uh, and then what else do we got going on? Uh, well, we got a, a punk uh, legend of a legend. sorts. A uh, Nigel Bastard. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I said it in the intro. <laughs> yeah, remember that? Remember that thing you said? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This will be fun because uh, we got to talk a little bit to, I remember Sir Ian Rubbish, mm-hmm. uh, another aging punk fella. Sure, uh, but so, this, this guy wasn't knighted, which makes no, him more punk. No, very. yeah, it's very not punk to mm-hmm. be knighted. I found him eating garbage uh, out back, so uh, we should learn a lot. He's really living, he's really sticking to his guns yeah, on yeah, that, yeah. which I appreciate. Uh, this will be a fun one. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we're, we're going uh, we're going to have fun. Should we go to break? Yeah, we're going to take a break. Right. We'll be right back with more Bleak and Review after this. Share the accent of mm. the. I have not thought about it until now, and now I'm, I'm making a hard line saying no, no New Zealand. No New Zealand. <laughs> no Kiwis what if on I'm this podcast. Picturing the white New Zealander. <laughs> yeah, in my head, in yeah. my head, it's white. <laughs> Safe, yeah. right? But then, like, you have like Jermaine Clement, who's not like necessarily white, <laughs> or or just isn't mm-hmm. white, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's still got the same. He sounds very similar to his, his white counterpart in Flight of the Concords. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. would you have to specify that you're doing bread? I mean, I don't know. Wait, is is Jermaine not white? Uh, he's like off white. Oh, boy, we are recording now. He's uh, off white. Well, I don't know. It's, it's something. I don't know. I don't know his actual makeup. This is what we makeup. would call E-crew. <laughs> <laughs> or is as, it E-crew? As our friend uh, Rad, who's from Bulgaria, says, uh, Manila envelope color. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's okay because he said it and I just quoted him. Yeah, and he's from mm-hmm. Eastern Europe. And he was on last week's episode. So Great. everyone can listen back and fact check yes, that. Yes, <laughs> fact check that. Good <laughs> stuff. All right. And we're back. Hey. Okay. hey. Vaguely problematic cold open here on Bleak and Review. <laughs> uh, Iron Man Kevin Anderson. Remember so. And we're here with uh, the lovely Emily Maya Mills. Hello. Hi, Emily. Hi. Uh, me and Matt were just talking outside, and we just want to confirm one thing real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maya middle name? Maya is my middle name. Okay. Although now, because I was recently married. Married? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in French? Uh, it's in French for married. Okay. <laughs> it means uh, she just had a better wedding than you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my, my, my name will always be professionally Emily Maya Mills, and Maya is my, my given middle name. Yes. But uh, I had to legally because I will legally eventually be taking my keeping all of my names taking my husband's middle name on top of it and Ooh. his last name just wow. so that my uh, driver's license will be hard to <laughs> you want to make sure it's like size 6 font like, yeah. <laughs> someone's just like alright uh, I see an E I'm going to just call you M uh, yeah, yeah exactly that's exactly what we were just talking about is that when a hyphen it marries another hyphen it how do you pick like mm-hmm. like if it's, a, if it's a hyphenated last name you marry another hyphen it do you choose the best out of the two and hyphenate those or do you get a quadru- quad hyphen it going I say you keep Keep slapping them on. Yeah, Slap just go quad yeah. hyphen. I I went in uh, kindergarten through sixth grade with a girl named Lena Kabina Mashari Christina Yabo Raymond Qualters Rockwell Elise Vales. Holy Supposedly, shit! I mean, we don't haven't seen the documentation. <laughs> Those just sounded like lyrics to a Rasta song. That <laughs> <laughs> was great. I and I. <laughs> and I've always been jealous since. So I'm that's trying to insane. stack them up. Wow, that's crazy. But, but uh, it just means when she takes tests, like half the test is her filling out the bubbles. Yeah, exactly. Just, her scantron just, is a nightmare. <laughs> 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 just 
just she like she did oh. really well in her SATs, but it's because she got that done in a heartbeat <laughs> and still had time left. I feel like if she just if she made an acronym out of all of her hyphenates, that's a new last name right there. Yeah, you know what that, that's if she had to make an like a new a new name for an IMDb page or something. Yeah, because I know that's a thing that I've uh, you have a very uh, unique since you go with your middle name and everything. You have a unique, easier to find name on the internet. Uh, yeah. Matt has a unique French Canadian last name, mm-hmm. and I'm over here with Anderson. <laughs> and I've only, and you know I'm not at a place where that's been a problem right. but I always wonder about that because there's like five Kevin Andersons on IMDb mm-hmm. yeah I, I think I, I was lucky enough to decide to do my full name right before I kind of started do, you know right right when it was time to decide I guess what you're going to go yeah. by but it turned out that it was the right thing because there are there's like a knitwear company called Emily Mills and oh really like oh, wow. a bunch of poets and uh, uh, wait a bo- oh like several individual poets <laughs> not like a group of poets <laughs> called the Emily Mills a poet band yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a little acapella group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the worst. Uh, oh. What was that moment for you when you made that decision? Was it like your first like role on TV, or was it when you started getting bigger stand-up shows? Or no, something? I actually think it was like in my first Groundlings class or something oh, like okay. that. I was like, I had just decided that, and it was the right thing. But I remember the teacher heavily eye rolling at the at the time. It was just like, okay, all three, because like, there's a oh, bit of self importance. Really? Mm-hmm. But, but the main reason I did it was because I. Always I always felt like Emily Mills feels a little mush mouth, and I'm mush mouth as it is already, so I need a little bit of reason, uh, reason to open my my old gap a little bit wider <laughs> in the middle of that there so I can make sense, but yeah. Plus, there's like a there's a good sing-song ring to Emily Maya Mills. Yeah, it is. old nursery rhyme or something. <laughs> it does feel that way, and, and I recently found out that Maya was going to be my, my brother's name if he was a girl originally. Oh. This was back in the day when they, you know... These, they did old, these old hippies didn't want to know, you know. They just kind of were like, "We'll see what happens." We're That's late. right. <laughs> San Francisco, right? Yeah. I, I just uh, downloaded your album recently. I, I bought it. I will have you say I did not <laughs> illegally. <laughs> I, I realized I just said download and didn't confirm that it was an iTunes purchase. Buy a thread. Uh, I think I, that's a good measure of success, though. If your album is available for legal download, <laughs> yeah, for legal download, exactly. Uh, to be fair, I did steal someone's credit card to buy it. So <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, 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 but yeah, that is a, a thing that you talk about on the album is that you grew up in San Francisco with kind of hippie, dippy parents, which explains the insane amount of last names of that girl in your class, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so were you, most of your schooling was in San Francisco? Yeah, in the city. I grew up in the city. Um, and I, yeah, I specifically, I've been trying to figure out how to talk about this on stage recently because it is such a trip when I, I realized that when we were in second grade, because we were, I was born and bred to hate LA. So yeah. I've been here for a long time yeah, yeah. and sort of been bridging the gap of like you know my self-hatred or whatever and and uh, <laughs> the fact that like you know my father everyone was so anti and there's still a very one-sided feud going on yeah you don't ever hear people from LA being like fucking San Francisco man those yeah. guys yeah. those those fake assholes or whatever yeah, it is yeah, but, it, but up there they're just like oh just it's like couldn't be more hell on earth to be yeah. in LA or from LA but like they really did teach us in second grade that LA was stealing our water it was part of <laughs> it was part of the curriculum it's part of the Curriculum. It was weird to God. So in vowels <laughs> and LA theft. That's yeah. today's lesson. It was in it was in hate class. <laughs> <laughs> yep, squeezed in there. Intolerance in a very uh, liberal way. Or it was like in the in in a way we are. You know, we use yeah. more of the San Joaquin Reservoir than than they do up there. But 
we're a bigger city mm-hmm. with bigger assholes. That's how I justify <laughs> it. You know? And we got we got more fake grass to water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody needs grass here, but we got it. <laughs> we got it. I'm from uh, Sacramento, which is you know uh, as we talked about a few episodes ago. Near cool stuff, uh, like San Francisco. <laughs> but uh, that's another one. Folsom Lake is a big uh, supplier of water for all of the uh, middle of California and Southern California. But nobody seems to take issue with Sacramento or like yeah. anything like that. Or Sacramento doesn't take issue with L.A. either. Like, yeah. we're just too busy with our cows and stuff. Yeah, you got to get... And it's... Uh, I've... In retrospect, it's like a weird way to kind of try to start a civil war one yeah. day or something where you're like, I want to raise these kids to believe that they need to fight for this war. <laughs> rightfully theirs, you know. I, Dearest Marjorie, <laughs> I write to you today on the fourth night of the L.A. feud. <laughs> I just stuck on the five. Yeah, yeah. Those, I'm still, I am still en route to the battlefield. Yeah, press send on your voice memo. <laughs> <laughs> You just add her on Twitter, like, Dearest Marjorie, I'm one of two. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, and you had very uh, very liberal hippie parents, it sounded like. Yeah, definitely. Based on the stories that I heard on the album yeah. and from you on stage. Yeah, yeah. I call them the old hair to butthole hippies. It's like full on, yeah, ponytail down at the time. And then slowly but surely, you know, they hacked off those ponytails and bought BMWs. And, Ooh. You know, mm-hmm. like, they got at this that point, Twitter money or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, in San Francisco. Everybody gets a Twitter check right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just for right. living there. <laughs> you get a Google. Uh, you get a free Google droid uh, for every man, woman, and child. The homeless people are so connected out there. Yeah, they, they really are. They can see how great everyone else is doing. Like, oh, a lot of people have food today. Thanks, Twitter. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a lot of yays. Um, yeah, the uh, now my dad's like a libertarian, and I wouldn't oh. even. I think he, it's, it's sort of a... I, say that that's what happens when hippies become Republicans, mm, right? Yeah. Like they just... He is out there really ready to... Go off the grid or go whatever. Go off the grid, yeah. live off the well water, and, you know, talk to everybody who will listen about Thomas Paine and how he was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I got a brother like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He lives in the woods in North Carolina now. Uh, and, yeah, he has a... He said when he moved there, because he's, he's like... He's like deep in the woods. He's like how your deep, nearest. Kevin? Neighbor. How deep is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, his nearest neighbor is you know walking distance, but not close. But he just one day, like right after they move in, the guy just comes traipsing out of the woods because there's woods in between their houses. So he just into their backyard. He just starts walking out with his dog, and then he just immediately goes, "Hey, I'm your neighbor, or whatever." He goes, "Let me tell you about these motherfucking politicians." Immediately, like oh I'm off God. the grid. I don't have a social security number or whatever. But I need to tell you. But I got to tell you. <laughs> I need someone to hear these thoughts. <laughs> well, you should get a social media account. Yeah. No, no. No, no, that's just how Big Brother gets You'll it. do. <laughs> <laughs> you tell people what I told you. That's, that's old school. That's how we did it. Well, not we did it because I'm relatively young, but that's how people did it back in the Pioneer. We're going to get back to how the Pioneers and the Settlers did it. Downloaded their opinions into other people's unwilling minds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm always fascinated by the guys that like, they would go City to city telling stories, and that way everybody in the town had a story for yeah. once. Yeah, yeah. Like around the fire, outside news. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. And there, I also miss like retellable jokes. We don't mm-hmm. really have that anymore. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You heard the one about the because everyone's heard the one about the thing. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I think yeah, Gallagher ruined street jokes for everybody <laughs> <laughs> by profiting off them in a way that he shouldn't have. <laughs> you park in the driveway, and I have a lot of money. <laughs> uh, 
uh, uh, now all the retellable jokes are just racist jokes. I right. Like, that's yeah. the only that's time anyone issues. goes, oh, like anytime somebody finds out I do comedy, they're just like, oh, I got one for you. <laughs> I got I'm a like, oh, joke. Who do you hate? <laughs> Let's find out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Justin Nick has some good ones. Oh, I mean, yeah. They're super dark and not mm-hmm. don't necessarily apply to most people. People or things, but they're retellable. They're going to quick yeah, he is. He is my favorite of the like really like problematic because his comedy act is very problematic and intentionally so. But off stage, he's like the nicest guy. I've yeah, heard. he gave uh, uh, my girlfriend Vanessa. You know Vanessa. Uh, yes. He gave her some of the best advice that she's ever heard, and she told me, and uh, I, I now retell it as I am now. Uh, <laughs> she was on a show on that your he- podcast <laughs> yeah. that she can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting this before you get it on Take a Walk, <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> Uh, more like take a hike off this bit because I got it now. Uh, but he, so I guess some guy at a show that they were both booked on, and I guess Jesselneck was headlining, uh, was kind of talking down, as many male comics do to female comedians, who so talking down to her about. They comedy. got all the answers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and uh, she's just like, okay, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then he walks away, and then Jesselneck sidles up to her and goes. Never take advice from somebody who's on the same show as you. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. And I, guess, and I guess unless they're headlining like he was. But he's obviously somebody. Uh, right. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty interesting. That's like, yeah, we're both here. What What do you think is better about you? Like, that's weird. Yeah, thanks for think? the calm-splaining. Is that what it's called? Calm-splaining. Calm-splaining. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that, that is true. And somebody, this is actually just a legitimate piece of advice that someone who's great once told me that they were told you always want to be the best on the show mm-hmm. like that should be always be your goal if we're yeah. just like talking straight up comedy you know yeah. shop talk or whatever yeah, yeah. um that that's like it's an interesting one because when you think about it it's like why would you ever, ever aim to be anything less yeah but it's also like an achievable thought in a way that i think is helpful yeah it's like a training. mentality rather than like a, a cut and cut and dry like you have to be better than everyone you're always performing around at all times it's more of like a this is a good thing to keep a fire under your ass like yeah. always try to be like a standout stand yeah. up Hello. hey <laughs> it's something to be conscious of i think it's yeah. like i think about a lot you know do you do a set and there's not a lot of noise from the audience and you get off and someone's like well they were listening and it's like well fuck that I don't <laughs> yeah, want yeah. them to listen <laughs> that I'm not doing not a TED talk in my eyes <laughs> I don't get paid I need the fucking laughs <laughs> have you ever received any really terrible advice from another comedian in your in your career as, as a comedy actor and, and stand up performer uh, probably the, the interestingly the thing I think of first is advice that I thought was so dumb and horrible at first and then became true later uh-huh. which was like I was in San Francisco I did I think I did uh, like just a showcase on the Sunday night showcase at the punchline and like this guy who I I honestly I can't even remember his name never seen him since but he was some kind of like hardcore road dog comic mm. who dropped in at the end and ended up being the headliner of the night yeah he was pretty funny but like you know he killed, but he was uh, he he had this sort of demeanor borrowed from Bill Hicks without a lot of content or con you know like yeah. without a lot of depth to it. It was like it's like I want to about... be Bill Hicks, but I haven't really lived as Bill Hicks has lived to develop that right. behind it. Yeah, right. And and I feel like I want to emulate that personality, and yet my content is about my wife being a nag or whatever you know you're like okay well you're hard hitting it. hard hitting <laughs> so there are jokes in there but i don't care you know like nobody bill, bill hicks doing andrew dice clay yeah 
Yeah. What's yeah. his name? I mean, actually, that's a really accurate description of what this guy was like. And one day I'll figure out. I'll I'll have to like track him down and figure out what his name was. But Bill Hacks. Uh, hey. Bill Hacks. <laughs> that is nice. That was actually nice. a fun character. Bill Hacks. We'll keep that in store yeah. for future episodes of this. I mean, it's so many people. Yeah. Like, it would be, it would be and fun. still, too, for new comics, still, like, even in this generation, there's still people that are trying to do that, mm-hmm. which is like, we get it. Like, at least grow up and try to, like, rip off somebody newer. You know? Yeah. Well, actually, to that end, I'll, I'll finish my, yes. my uh, advice thought after this. Yes. But to that end, I remember when I was first doing mics or, like, pretty early on, there was this kid who would always show up to mics and had this ownership of, of mics and comedy and, like, really seemed like he was, like, knew what he was doing he was going to do it. And his whole thing was that he adored, I mean, worshipped Mark Maron and mm. he, would, he would emulate him on stage in this sort of empty way where also he didn't have the life to back up this, this like, sour, uh, you know, like, angry... Yeah, life has stepped all over him. He's got all this experience behind it. He's just like, I like what that guy does. And it's scary because you're from the Bay Area and you're kind of describing my first attempt at stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a little bit. It's no, I'm very, not. <laughs> you're like, you, wait yeah, a second. San I Jose. My <laughs> she said good. Oh, yeah. you know, I'm not going to finish this story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I need feedback from four and a half years ago. I need, I need it. I need to know. Um, no, but I remember. I remember. Like I had a little trouble kind of figuring it out at first because of the confidence, the the assumption of like this person knowing what they were doing. And eventually, I was like, no, it's not. This is not a way. This is not good. And you're not good because he would come in and get on stage and talk about how he had just gotten fired from the Olive Garden because he was fu- like these fucking people <laughs> had the audacity to fire him because he was late again for the fifth <laughs> time and you're like wait you are the asshole yeah. there's no context to what you're complaining about there's because like five, there's no complaint <laughs> there's like five things you need to do at Olive Garden to not get fired and he did that was one of them the other one, what the, the fuck the other one was uh, say we're out of breadsticks <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is number one with a bullet. Never say we're out of breadsticks. <laughs> this is what keeps this fucking place in business. Uh, yeah, so he's like, he's he's one of those, uh, he's probably brought up, I would imagine, uh, somewhat privileged and, and kind of sheltered because to him, those are like, like the world is out to get him. He hasn't really struggled at all, which is what sets him apart from, of course, like a comedian like Mark Maron, who's lived a full life. Uh, check out his audiobook, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to him talk about it. Oh, it's fun. Uh, but yeah, like, and so he's up there, and he's and he's. I'm assuming he was very confident with it too. Like, yes. Yeah, that's oh, the yeah. worst. That, and like... never funny, never, <laughs> never once, not even a little bit. Because it, because that's what I ultimately discovered. I was like, you actually don't understand comedy. Like you know what you like. Yeah. You've decided what you think is good, but you actually don't know how to structure comedy. Like because there was no element of it that had actually any. There was no contrast to it. it was like, yeah. You you don't you don't know how to pop this into like what's your take? Yeah. You fucked up and you got fired, and the take is that you're gonna be really bitchy about it. Like <laughs> my boss is dumb. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a you know pop punk song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yellow card of Mark Maron hacks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, keep screaming. <laughs> that is that is my uh, my favorite uh, uh, combination of of I guess I mean, it, it applies to all of life, but comedy specific, specifically is confident and wrong. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, yes. That's a bummer because yeah. it's like, and then it's like, oh, this you have the 
attitude, but you don't realize, like, you like that, like, you know, whoever these guys' heroes are, whether it's Marin or Louis C.K. or whatever, uh, they're like, oh, I, I, if I just go up and I have an attitude where I'm angry about stuff, then I'll just be funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, no, you, you, should, you should write jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to do that first. In fact, I would say that probably that Marin would say that that's all he did for 15 years. Oh, and, yeah, or just whatever. scream, yeah. yeah. Or no, write jokes. Oh, that, yeah. And then eventually, like, at least when you're screaming, you, <laughs> you know jokes. what the art is <laughs> yes. within it. <laughs> yeah. Start with the content and then develop your wacky persona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not the other way around. And then the other, so that piece of advice of the random oh, yes. Bill, Bill Hicks, Hacks, we'll call him, <laughs> um, was at the time, because I, I remember him, we were talking, somehow I ended up with a local friend that I grew up with meeting up with some person who lived there who was friends with this guy and so we were at this apartment just hanging out after the show and I was like oh I just saw you on stage because I was there and then he kind of like didn't believe that I did comedy you know I was <laughs> like okay fun. sure right so tell me tell me about what do you what do you talk about and there at one point he <laughs> said because uh, he literally did not believe that I did comedy and then I was like well I was on the show that you were on moments before <laughs> you uh, like, I, don't, I don't watch female comedians <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my rule yeah I mean I guess he showed up late and just hopped on stage or whatever but it was like there's such a disbelief in that idea being possible and then (laughs) uh, he at some point he said something about um, bombing and I was I was maybe three or four years in and I was like oh yeah I've never bombed you know that early like naive idea that like that is not something that you ever have to experience you know and I was like uh, yeah, no, lucky for me, that's just not something that I encounter. Ooh. So, and, <laughs> and he was like, Oh, you're not a real comic until you bomb, until you fucking eat shit on stage yeah. and a lot. And I was like, mm, Yeah, okay, well, I'm going to skip that part of the process. <laughs> and, uh, There's something different about me. I don't know what it is, but yeah. I just don't bomb. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. It's that year three, year four where you're like, I should be on Conan. You know, like, I, yeah. I, where's my Conan set? Like, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. And that early kind of bitterness or jadedness where you're like, I've been doing this long enough and I, I, I killed in front of my friends like, yeah. Why am I, yeah yeah there is something really specific about that year I think like I think year so, yeah. three for some reason you're just like you feel like you have chops you feel like in some ways can be some of the best material you'll ever write because mm-hmm. you're so motivated and like of course you know you're everything gets better over time I think there's a weird lull after that when you realize like the, the humility of, of realizing that you are wrong about that <laughs> idea that you will A never bomb or B uh, should be on Conan now you know like <laughs> And, it's like, they um, need another white guy on there. Why haven't I been called yet? <laughs> yeah. I don't have an agent or anything. Why, why don't they just why don't they just pluck me out of an open mic and be like, yeah, you you got it. Yeah, we're looking for space fill. <laughs> we're just trying to fill this up. Uh, and and we're strapped for comics. We yeah. have nobody else. Like, you'll do, we, I guess, in a pinch. We don't know how to find us. <laughs> Where do we go? We'll come to the Burbank <laughs> VFW and see. <laughs> see. Oh, Craigslist post for you. <laughs> well, it's an actual uh, place, right? People do comedy at the Burbank. Yeah, VFW. I did. I went by that recently. I was trying Ooh. to run stuff. How was it? It was um, interesting. <laughs> it was interesting. It was, I really loved that spot because I love Burbank so much. And the mm. fact that it's just sitting there, uh, unbeknownst to the passerby, the pedestrian passerby, you just ring a bell. And you have to ring the bell because it's like semi-private. 
It's not, and then right. you go inside, and it's the it's if if a dive bar were the bottom rung, this would be deeply underwater. I guess like you, <laughs> oh, no. this would be like a dive, like you dove dove all the way down, <laughs> all the way down to the deep dive. You dug a hole to China through the ocean. exactly. <laughs> Subterranean dive bar, but in a way that was great. You know, it was like very That's special. They're full of full of uh, veterans and uh, pool tables and. And like just had a vibe to it where it was like they maybe just got a, a credit card swipe like two weeks oh, ago or something. Yeah, yeah. They're like reluctantly like swiping cards. They're ca- they've been cash. They, they're like cash is what I understand. Yeah, gold yeah. gold standard. The gold. Yeah. They only take gold. Yeah, they take nuggets. <laughs> uh, um, were they receptive to comedy? Were they into it? Like, were they happy that it was happening there? Yeah. Well, it was That's in a good. separate room and it was welcomed. But the the deal was that if you were a vet, you got to work in. So I never got uh, up. Oh, I actually really? like. They really didn't get through many uh, bucket comics there, and I was like trying. I had my husband come with me. And we were like trying to eat some dinner. I was trying to run this thing, and yeah. I was like, "Okay, well, we sat here for the evening, and it was interesting. You know, it was, <laughs> it was kind of a feeling. Yeah, but, you know, that's our that's where our legislation for uh, ex ex war veterans is at now. We don't like help them get homes or anything, but we'll drop them in at a mic. <laughs> yeah, which I'm all for. But yeah. Fuck yeah, but the layperson cannot couldn't get up very easily there. No, that's well, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, but the point with that guy who the thing with the the never bombing thing is yes, obviously yes. You, I eventually discovered that that is one hundred percent true. Mm. You know that the that you can't be prepared. You can't work the muscle of what to do mm-hmm. when shit is burning down to the ground oh, or yeah. even being heckled or whatever. It took yeah, a really heck- long time for me to be heckled for the first mm-hmm. time. When I was, I was in New York City in like the most packed, hot little show um, called Cabin and it was like so packed, packed out and hot, literally hot in the tiniest <laughs> oh, no. rooms that there are people literally sitting on the stage like just hovering on top of you oh man and there was a drunk guy sitting on the stage in the light like i could touch him with my arm oh no who was just like a problem for everyone before but it was also my last night of 10 nights i'd been had great shows and a great time but my stomach was like full of pizza and beer and just like (laughs) the whole thing was breaking down my system was breaking down it was too hot and i was like I hope this guy doesn't bother me when I get up there, but it's like he's already bothering everyone. He's yeah. a bo- and I got up and the heckle was this: just on stepping on punchlines by going, "Oh!" <laughs> you're like, and my response. This is my first ever experience with responding to a heckler. Was like. I just wish you weren't here. <laughs> like, I couldn't come up with anything. The audience was not on my side. They're like, you need to do better than that. Oh, man. But that is that is what it feels yeah. like. Like, when yeah. you're all, when, especially when you're like, if it's a late night and you're like, ah, man, this set's already been enough of a thing and that someone heckles you, you don't even really want to riff. You just, just, can you not be, <laughs> can you just go? <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Can you just go? <laughs> I do like that that is like such an alt heckle, though. Yes. <laughs> it's not like, boo, or get off the stage. No Bill Hacks material or anything. <laughs> no. he, came out, he came out and he set you on a specific path that night to do more avant garde material. Like, all right, but first time I got heckled was like an Indian war whoop. So <laughs> yes, I, don't know, exactly. I don't know. I guess this is what I am now. <laughs> this is what I am. Oh. I had, 
you can't really get specific with that heckle. No, it's, yeah, what do you, what do you, how do you riff off of that? Yeah. It's like, excuse me, sir, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree with your voice box movements. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Yeah, the, the first time I got heckled, I was, I was doing a bit about gun control, and someone just in the middle of it just they said, liar. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I love that even at an open mic, you're fake news. Like, hey, I'm just waxing here. I'm here just spreading my agenda five drunks at a time. But hey, that first bomb is always kind of fascinating because it's always stuff, at least at least it was for me, it was like the first show I ever did was the show in Boston in front of like 75 people. The first time I ever did stand up and it went great. And like I just I know that's not supposed to how how it's supposed to go. You're supposed mm-hmm. to bomb the first time, and then I actually bombed like Kevin. I just raised just my hand. He said, "Bomb the first time. Try the first five months." <laughs> but but you you're doing the same jokes that already worked at a place, and you're like, "Well, they already worked a couple times. They're yeah. going to keep working." Yeah. Right? yeah. And yeah. Why would anybody disagree a, with that? Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. a fucking peep. And yeah. then you're like, "There's a voice in your head that wants to be like, oh, they're the problem." But you mm-hmm. can't be like, "Fuck you, audience. You're mm-hmm. fucking assholes. You yeah. gotta." find a way to get through that yeah there's any combination of elements that be, can mm-hmm. be creating that situation I half bombed last night I was supposed to, I was headlining a show and the, it was a really long show uh, so really it, was in, it was in packed. LA the- it was in LA <laughs> it was packed packed audience and the penultimate comic was great like you know everyone had a semi rough time but it was fun it was sort of a party show and the pen- penultimate comic was super great and crushed and was awesome and I was like you could just see already. I was like, these guys should have got out of here on that. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so I spent the first five minutes being like, well, uh, we're not that, are we? And we're not going home yet. So, <laughs> and just digging. But that's the experience that's coming. That comes from experience, your ability to dig your way out of that and still, yeah. like, you know, succeed in the end or whatever. Absolutely. And the, both of those things kind of the, the one last trope we can discuss before we go to break here is something that. Uh, I hear a lot of people say, and I agree with it to a point, but they say you should be able to do well in any room. <laughs> uh, people say that a lot. They're like, like if they have a bad set for like a sparsely attended dive bar show where people are literally like playing pool five feet in front of the stage, and they're like, ah, I should have, I should have done better. I should have done better. You got to do well in every room. I'm like, that's so, that's true to a point, but I think at a certain point. If the atmosphere is terrible for comedy, like you can't be yeah. expected to do the unexpected. I think it's the point at which you know you're not lying to yourself yeah. and blaming the circumstances. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. when you know, they, then you're allowed to take into consideration the circumstances, because the, some of our favorite greats bomb one every five times or oh, yeah. whatever. You know, just you, you just can't control the situation. And yes, you want to be always. You know, swinging for the fences and bringing the house down, and mostly, I guess that should be happening. But yeah, but then as but like the worst show I've talked about on this uh, this show before, but the worst show I ever did, I don't even consider like a bomb because it was two hundred people at a bar in a town that only had three liquor licenses, so everybody just goes to one of these three places to get drunk as shit, Mm -hmm. and they were all screaming at each other, (laughs) and so I wasn't even I was barely even there, (laughs) you know. I did fifteen minutes, and I was just like, well. One guy looked at me, so I guess I didn't stand up. Yeah. <laughs> and they were listening. Yeah, they were listening. Oh, yeah, as long as you get them listening. You, know? you get one person. That's the one person. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I consider that. I wouldn't be like, oh, man, I bombed so hard. It's like, I didn't even do a show last night. Yeah. I was on a stage, but I didn't do a show. Yeah. Those can be fun, though, too. When people, I, I remember one time doing like a Laugh Factory show. I opened for Tom 
oh my god, Arnold. Ooh. <laughs> it was crazy. But it, they, what had happened was there was a buyout. There was like a college student buyout for all the sororities at like USC or something oh, like okay. that. So they had all bust in. And these kids were, I mean, ripping the fixtures off the wall, just oh, like no. eating their cocktail glasses. They were like out <laughs> of their minds. Good. Yeah, out of their minds, insanely drunk. And I... I will always pride myself on figuring out that if I pulled out every dick, pussy, butthole, vagina joke I've ever had in in my repertoire in all the years and just put them all together, they were like, so on board. I was like, I'm sorry I stooped. I did. I did, but it worked. That is absolutely true. That The, the waitress at the show I was talking about before said to me before the show, oh yeah, Delano doesn't listen to comedy unless it's really graphic sex stuff. <laughs> so I, cool. I, yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck, I have like a joke that falls into that category. So this is going to be a tough... Uh, how do I make one joke 15 minutes? It's, Can you imagine yeah. full sets that are just that? Oh, like, it's just insane. Well, anytime I, just... I do a dive bar, I spend the first five minutes just yelling at the audience. Because mm-hmm. then it's like we reach some sort of middle ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need that or like to open with a song whether you can sing or not you know you yeah. just need something to change the vibration yeah. in the room yeah. some some drunk person's like oh it's karaoke I had to put my name in they yeah, try yeah, to yeah. 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 <laughs> voice the understanding that there is a focal point here right <laughs> oh god uh, what do you think should we go to break yeah let's take a uh, quick we're gonna take a quick break uh, Emily you can stick around for a little bit right hell yeah oh, hell yeah well we'll be back uh, with more Bleak and Reveal we'll have Emily Maya Mills again and we'll be uh, the person that Matt just flipped off through the glass uh, we he was flipping to... me up too well yeah that sounds about right he's an agent <laughs> punk rocker he's probably just saying hello uh it's gonna be uh uh a guy from the band uh nigel best nigel bester that's the one uh after this <laughs> red boy red boy hey we got it in <laughs> that's, that's our drop for the break is a red boy red boy that's the theme song oh, that was really fun thank you that was a- Christmas, she fucking goes on TV and the telly, and she fucking calls herself fucking cunts. That, is that like is that like what you guys do instead of televising a Christmas story for twenty four yeah, hours? Yeah, she fucking just... she fucking berates us for a fucking half hour. Oh man, that sounds fun. <laughs> no, it's fucking great. She comes on the fucking telly and she says, "You fucking pieces of fucking shit." Oh man, I am so fucking disappointed in you it's again. The, the she... state of the union. Is. <laughs> that's that's then that's and that's why we fucking love the queen. Yeah, because she tells it like it is. She fucking speaks from her heart. And well, fucking, she's and from pissed. Cunt, and from the cunt, and and she's pissed. She's just uh, fucking pissed. Like drunk or angry? Pissed but and pissed. Fucking both. I'm pissed because I'm so pissed. Yeah, fucking. We don't care. She's fucking beautiful. See what I said about it? it's okay for us to do this kind of voice because he's, yeah. he's a white guy and he doesn't take offense. I hope you don't take offense to me doing a vaguely British accent. Is that yeah, right? you slip fu- right into it. Yeah, you fucking yeah. do what you want to fucking do. I don't give that's a shit. That's punk rock. <laughs> yeah. That's no. fucking man. punk rock. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, fucking wank the wanker. You fucking bloody wanker. Wanker. That's right. All you fucking right. Who wanks the wanker, Kevin? Uh, that's a who does wank the wanker? Who wank the wanker? Who? 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 Whom? 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 You ever been fucking high and thought who wanks the wanker? That think, fucking blows your fucking I, mind. I think I'm just going to make a mental note for myself. Uh, episode title is Who Wanks the Wanker? So that's, <laughs> that's, that's fucking right. right. That's fucking uh, right. That means uh, if, I, if I mention an episode title, that means we're back, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lincoln Review. Yeah, we're <laughs> <That's> fucking <laughs> right. Fucking woo. Uh, I remain Kevin Anderson. Matt Bruce. Every 
here with, uh, of course, Emily Maya Mills. Still. Hello. <laughs> and uh, we got another guest here, our, our fourth person in the room here. Uh, uh, music. <laughs> yeah, this is the biggest credit. Is he's the fourth person in this room currently. What are you fucking trying to say? Oh, nothing. I'm trying to say that I'm not sure your top hat is punk rock. <laughs> it is dirty, but yeah, it doesn't it's, cast. It's, it's a tattered right. cap. <laughs> is is there a pigeon in there? No, fucking <laughs> under it is fucking alcohol and cocaine. <laughs> just, a bottle a bottle of alcohol? <laughs> That's fucking right. How much just, cocaine you got in there? Matt might be interested in taking small doses of it at a time. Medicinal. He likes to microdose. He micro bumps. I've heard of that. He's got a lot of micro bumps going on over there. Uh, <laughs> of course, uh, that could be only one thing. We're here with uh, uh, punk rock uh, legend, I guess we could say. That's right. That's right. Sensation. Uh, That's right. From the band. What was the band called again? With the Bloody Wonkers. Wonkers. The Bloody Wonkers. Wonkers? The Willy Wonkers. Bloody Willy Wonkers. That's right. That's right. You fucking all have my albums? Uh, I don't know, but uh, Nigel Bastard is your, your stage right. name, presumably. That's right. That's right. No, it's fucking my real name. It's oh, fucking my Christian name. Surname. You're from a line of bastards. That's fucking right. I mean, that's fucking how we used to get surnames, fucking what your family did. Yeah, Baker. <laughs> and that's what my family did. Is they fucking, Bushwater. They fucking knocked up prostitutes, and that's fucking, that's how I got my name. Wait, so uh, every, everyone in your family has that's right. knocked up a prostitute. That's right. That's so right. So shouldn't your last name be Horwink? Oh! <laughs> oh. Oh, I, 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 hyphenated. I like hyphenated. this shaky one you got. How does that That's work? Right. Bl- right. Blood, a blutter? How do you say? Wanker is a th- an, as a unit, right? A wanker is a unit. Yeah, that's how that's so, that's what uh, we call it. We call it a uh, uh, a haypenny. And bloody <laughs> is ta- like what, the yeah, F word. What are you uh-huh. fucking talking bloody about? Bloody is like the F word. What, what right. are you fucking talking about? Wanker? What's the verb? What's the verb version of blood bloody in British? What, how do you say the act of bloodying someone? Piss uh, off. <laughs> it's when you piss off that's someone. Fucking, that's how you say. You say fucking piss off. But what are you fucking wanker <laughs> is not a fucking unit of fucking currency. What are you fucking talking no, about? No, no, no. Wanker is, no, what, is what you do when you're fucking alone. You fucking wank it. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what do you wank? Wanker. You're right, yeah. What do you wank? You wank a wanker. Is that correct? Oh, I love I love this tongue twister. <laughs> like, what do you wank when you wank a wanker? Willy Wonka's wank, 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 wank. I fucking dropped out of school when I was uh, in third yes. fucking grade. Third so, grade. Yeah, fucking, I'm from fucking East London. We didn't fucking have school. We fucking stole money from fucking rich fucking cunts on the fucking subway. So you're saying you cannot conjugate wanker. Is fucking conjugate fucking impregnate? Is that fucking a fancy word for it, fucking... It does sound like some cockney rhyming slang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. That's right, that's right. Conjugated the broad or something. I, the, the, I had a conjugated larger. visit with my... Yeah, it's fucking right. It's fucking right. It's like, uh, <laughs> No, Roger. I Roger the. Don't fucking say I fucking conjugated with Roger. Fucking. Oh, we're fighting early. Seventies punk. He's not. (laughs) He's not like. He's not woke punk. (laughs) (laughs) Seventies can't handle wanking, Roger. (laughs) Roger that wanker. What is so is Rogering somebody? That is the act of copulation. Is that what that is? Sex. Are you fucking? Why? Why? What is the question here? What is? What does Roger mean? Like I you, you got Rogered. I don't fucking think that's a thing. <laughs> well, then there you go. I think you're it's fucking, something that my brain. I just, think you're trying to impress me. I am by making a fucking words. I'm a bit of. I'm a bit of a. a, a, a what do you call it? A Wanker. piece of shit. Yeah. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I was wondering who'd get an insult in there yeah, first. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so before we get into your your storied uh, musical career, which, <laughs> of which I'm sure there's uh, plenty to talk about. All right. Third grade dropped out. That's right. Uh, mom was in the picture still. 
Dad wasn't. We know that. <laughs> no, fucking. I fucking essentially raised myself. You rose uh, you yourself. My my mother, as you know, was a prostitute, and, of course. and my father, uh, he uh, he just fucking spent time at the pub. Yeah, famously uh, absent. That's fucking yeah. correct. Yeah. It's fucking correct. Sounds hard. It was well. It was hard, but I, I'm glad you brought this up because me too. A lot of people wonder how I fucking uh, paid the bills as a as a. 10-year-old fucking on the streets of fucking East London. Uh, and that's what I want to talk to you guys about. What is more punk rock than being able to fucking stick your middle finger out to the fucking system? What is more punk rock than that? Is there anything? Um, um, no, I believe that that's the definition of punk rock. <laughs> Thank you very much. Gigi Allen pooped on stage. Yeah, there, I guess that, that, that's one up from there. That's subterranean. But let me ask you something there. He had to fucking have cleaning supplies, toilet paper, fucking uh, things, uh, trash bags. What would trash be, bags? What would be better? Do you think Gigi Allen would, cleaned up his poop? Yeah, no, fucking, he certainly did not. Well, his, fucking, his fucking people did, if somebody did. He, he had a but guy. Had what a guy. would be more punk rock than not having to go to the fucking store to buy that that's nothing true. right yeah, that's and true. that's why today I'd like to offer you an opportunity oh. uh, to join Amway okay <laughs> <laughs> go on go for, on for no for no money down a punk rock timeshare but, but $10,000 sign up fee you can join Amway and fucking stick your fucking fingers out to the fucking man yeah that's how I fucking got through childhood you the, Amway your way through childhood it's fucking right it's fucking right selling timeshares oh, no fucking there's no timeshares it's fucking it's, it's, it's soap you gotta fucking buy soap oh I only buy Tupperware you gotta fucking it's a Tupperware. Fucking, you need to buy these fucking. It's things you buy already, but why not buy them from your friends and fucking cut out the mailman? So I'm just saying, who here would like to fucking sign up right now? Fucking to my. Uh, you're selling Tupperware and I'm soap. Fucking, oh, I'm my Amway distributorship. You can have your own distributorship. Now, where He's does the Tupperware? He's offering you a line to to for uh, for for profits. You sell your Got own it. and you, you make get money. The yeah. Now I have a question. So where Go. does the Tupperware come from mm. before it? Gets through you to me. It's for, it's, I'm assuming some kind of storage facility that needs to be paid for. Am I correct? There is some overhead for, along uh, the way. Is, Who's is, paying for that? There uh, is a man in the middle he, somewhere. He stores him in the hats of people <laughs> around the country. I, I, can, I can fucking send you the website and you can fucking investigate all of this. I'm oh, not okay. 100% sure. I would just fucking go to the, the, the distributorship in East London and fucking pick it up myself and fucking sell it fucking door to door. And that's why I'm here today. So I'm trying to. Well, I want you and your listeners to know if today. Today, if you would like to take control of your own financial future, uh-huh. I can uh, help you with Amway. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that involves uh, a website, that's right? right? That's so, right. And, and, oh, and no money down, but a ten thousand uh, uh, dollar sign-up fee. Which and is no, not money down. That's just, that's no just mo- a sign-up. Fucking, no exactly. money down. No. <laughs> no money down. I'm curious if the website was designed by, by anarchistic web designers. Of, or of, they, of course, yeah, of course. Okay. I mean, it's fucking. It's all. It, Amway is fucking punk. Right. It's right. fucking fucking the streets. Fucking speak through Amway. Yeah. Okay. So not definitely not hosted by GoDaddy. <laughs> no. Squarespace. It's a name 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 cheap uh, host. <laughs> <laughs> they host our site, so. 
so that's do you have a dot do you have a do you have a was it a dot edu what do we got dot biz dot biz dot punk dot punk i don't know fucking what this means dot uk probably i've actually been on the internet so i don't know what oh you've never been on the internet no that's pretty funny so you've got a guy out there much like gg allen had a guy to wipe up his shit you have a guy out there that puts your website together. that's right he's fucking in my car right now you know what's punk rock is having is being a micromanager we'll get back to this in a minute because i might need some tupperware but i do want to talk about uh your your musical history obviously you're from the band uh the bloody wankas that's right uh and it's spelled as such wankas i presume uh like waka flocka it's a lot like waka flocka yeah waka flocka seagulls Uh, okay uh (laughs) they also fucking were amway distributors i knew it i knew it i knew it uh so what uh, what was uh, what was your obviously punk rock? Did you guys uh, achieve a you achieved a certain amount of success in the UK punk scene? Uh, what was it? it was the 70s? Who else was floating around at that time? We had uh, Sex Pistols, the Sex Pistols, we had the Dom, the Clash, the, yeah, like, uh, the Shits, the all buddies of yours. They're fucking all right. They're all good guys. All good they're guys. All, they're all good guys. Yeah, That's hey, Sid there's some ladies in there. Yeah, Sid sure. Vicious, good dude. Uh, it's fucking great, dude. If I can, thank you for bringing up Sid Vicious. Of course. Uh, <laughs> got about five more references left and I'm out. So. <laughs> fucking, well, because, you know, as we, as we all know, he's not here anymore. Uh, of course. But his, his, his buddy, John Lydon, Johnny Rotten for you at home. Uh, John, did you call him John Rotten? Are you guys friends? Yeah, fucking we're friends. <laughs> well, well, I was just fucking hanging out with him. And you know, listen, he, we were talking and it was, he was saying, look, you seem in so much better shape than I am. Uh, and he, he, he listen. We all know he he lived a he lived a tough life. Yeah, he a lot of lot of lot of pints. And I mean, he was like, "How do you feel good about yourself now? How are you in such good shape?" And I was like, L- "Listen, what if I could tell you right now? <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> there was a way you could uh, refurbish your body." Furbish. While also fucking making good money and sticking a finger to the system. Are you, yeah. are you selling liposuction? <laughs> or no. is this Nutrisystem? <laughs> Nutrisystem, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's nothing like that. It's, it's Herbal Life? Oh, that's the one. Uh, it, it is Herbal Life. It's Herbal Life. You've heard of it. Is that, ding, are you ding, on ding. it as well? Are you on no, it as well? No, no, no. It's uh, fucking great. It's fucking great. It's, it's super healthy for you. But you're English, so you would say Herbal Life. What'd you fucking call me? <laughs> What'd you fucking Because they always they say herb. They don't say herb. herb. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. I learned, I'm learning a lot I learned today. that on a late night show. Herbal life? <laughs> I have the fucking bottle here. I'll fucking crack it over your fucking skull. No, is that, is that part of the lifestyle? That's fucking <laughs> part of the, the lifestyle. It is pretty punk rock. Anyway, the herbal life is fucking is so good. It's fucking you eat... And then you sell it to your friends because you want them to be uh, in good shape too. Of course. And as today I can offer you uh, uh, your own distributorship, also no money down, and but five hundred quid to membership fee. That's, that's a fucking, lot cheaper than the other one. Yeah, 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 Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> so fucking who wants to sign up for fucking uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like thinking about bucks. that. I do uh, have one right. I have one question. Yeah, that's uh, right. Go ahead. I've got all these 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 knives in my kitchen, right? Oh, that's fucking and right. That's I try right. to cut that's through leather. I try to cut right through there. pennies with them and it's just not working. Mm-hmm. That's right. Is there something you could help me out with there? 
Uh, you fucking want me to eat pennies? <laughs> Is that what you fucking asked me? I was hoping it'd be a Cutco joke, but uh, <laughs> Cutco. Well, you know what? I can help you with your you knives. Yeah, I, well. I have an acai juice that oh. you might oh. be able to use to sort of lubricate, lubricate the, the situation. Yeah, it's yeah hot. so it's that's not bad. Maybe I get some Cutco juice. knives. I get the berries from Emily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt gives me some time in his timeshare to really stretch out and, uh, and uh, or, or Tupperware to store it in would probably be better. Sure. Or you put anything in there. <laughs> this is fucking punk rock is, is what it fucking is, is right There's now. nothing more punk rock than pyramid schemes. <laughs> nothing right. more punk rock and honestly I want to say right. I, I think we could all maybe make a pact here today mm-hmm. that when we die we decide here and now there's nothing more punk rock than being buried in Tupperware. That's fucking oh, right. Oh, that's fucking that right. No, we have, a jo- a we, have a ve- we have a human-sized Tupperware. Oh, yeah. Wow. Just for this sort of Hell situation. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. And you just shove it into a pond. A pond? And it's fucking, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's very buoyant, though. I was say, it just kind of floats, it sounds well, like. A clear, a clear boat for well, you to die in. Yeah, it fucking floats out like a Viking fucking Yeah, it's like, it's like going to Valhalla, but instead it's of burning right. gloriously, you just kind of melt into it. It fucking melts. It melts. It's a fu- gross, sticky a wax figure of yourself blob. and then sink. It's fucking beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> that is. I love that, that, that it's something. a pond with no outlet. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, not, not a river or a no lake. Outlet. It's just a pond. Just, Maybe there's like a dock on it. Who knows? There's a paddle boat. Ha- have, you, have you been to fucking Silver Lake Reservoir? There's fucking several bodies floating in there. I've been now. by it and I've heard tales of such Ms. things. Are you, have you been in LA for a while now or did you kind of just come over? Did you come across the pond just for this podcast? Mm. Oh, it's mm. fucking serious. <laughs> That's fucking good. I it's like a good what you question did right and there. a good pun. That's yeah, pun I, I, I still uh, I, I, uh, I still live in the UK, United Kingdom, mm. uh, but I, I have a place here. Uh, it's in a, a beautiful place called Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, I don't know yeah, if you've heard yeah, of it. Yeah, heard and it's where, a golf course there. It's where I be. developed my new. I have a new album. This is why I'm here to promote. Well, it's, and didn't sound like that's what you're here to promote, but I like that you're, you're, you're right. you got an album out. Also, yeah, it's, it's 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 fucking it's very. It's very 21st century. It's fucking more. It's not. That's not just an album. It's like an interactive experience. Mm-hmm. It's got like videos and fucking PDFs. And it's a whole PDFs. Yeah, it's called, like your script or something. You have like an attach, like a pilot, or? punk digital file. It's, it's, oh, uh, it's fucking right. I like that right. This there. fucker right. But, it, but it's it's fucking brilliant, and, it, and it's called. Join me in flipping houses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easy money with no money down. <laughs> That's your new CD. It's a long esoteric mm-hmm. title. Uh, yes, yeah, right. That's right. Incredible. It's Which good. has landed you in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's right. Scottsdale, <laughs> punk rock capital of the world. That's right. That's right. Well, the punkest thing is going places that aren't punk and uh-huh. just punking it up. It's yeah, fucking right. It's fucking right. Turning raw, all man. those doctors' wives. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's fucking, uh, you know what I'm fucking saying. That's right. That's right. And then the so yeah, yeah. it's fucking. It, I don't know if you guys know about flipping houses. It's fucking so easy. And I'm looking for trainees right now mm. to join my house flipping empire. So if you guys would like to join, it's no money down. Oh, good. Three hundred dollar membership fee. Would you, would you say you're looking for some property bruvs? Property bruvs. <laughs> Was fucking did you say you fucking you? <laughs> did you just call me a Jew? No, he said, oh, he said, said you. I thought but... you said you fucking Jew. <laughs> like this is a weird time in the show. Let's find out your answer. Seventies punk rock. Seventies punk rock. Are you you're, you don't believe it? Are you afraid of go- globalists? Is that the part of the whole? No, we sell <laughs> houses all over the world. We sell <laughs> okay. houses in every country, every uh, civilization. We have some listeners in uh, in Sri Lanka. Is, mm-hmm. You cover that? Is, is that true? Of 
one, yeah. I think. That's, yeah. that's right. Well, yeah, he, if this days. person would like to join my house flippings, I'm sure. Non binary. Non binary Sri Lankan. That's fucking right. Yeah, there's fucking gold mine in Sri Lanka house flipping situation. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, so. Tell them to email me in. What's your email address? I don't know. You don't mind? Okay. You got a guy for that. Just fucking. I feel like the the moneymaker here is to take the tip, move to Scott's Arizona, and open up a tattoo parlor for all those doctors' wives. Nipple piercing, you know, get ready for that body mutilation. Maybe it's attached to a juice shop, you know? Yeah. Now you got your flipping. It's a juice shop. Juice. Is that what you said? A juice shop. No, it's not a delicatessen. <laughs> uh, so this album, uh, the the long title that you said earlier, uh, what's the single? Join the- me flipping houses, easy money with no money down. It's like a David Bird album. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, <laughs> very- uh, that's right. He's a good bloke. Uh, like you a big a good bloke. Guy, you, you cross paths with him in your day? Of course, he's, of course. A, he's a good guy. Good guy, he's, good yeah. guy. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, so, uh, good. Uh, I will say uh, that I, I would like to know what is the uh, what is the hit single from this record, from from flipping houses. The the uh, there's a, there's a ve- uh, people like the the PDF. That is uh, how to get loans with that, with bad credit. That seems to be everybody's favorite bad, one. Bad credit, no credit, yeah, no it's, problem. It's, it's, right. it's my favorite Spotify song. It's right. It's my favorite right. one. My favorite song on your new album is from Hot Dog on a Stick to a Mansion. Oh, <laughs> say we got oh, you do that counter, one. That's, 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 right. that's, that's him. him. That's oh, him. that viral video was so good. That's right. That's you got, right. Who did yeah. you get to? Was that Spike Jones that did that video for uh, that song? I was fucking pissed drunk when uh, that fucking was shot. I don't know if it's Top hat boots. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like that. that's right. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was in- an interesting choice to have uh, everybody. Uh, everybody closing their eyes during the whole video. That was like as they're signing things. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's just right. Signing. It was very that's cool. It was very punk rock. That's fucking punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, cool. that's also my the number two song on that album. Don't open your eyes while signing things. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah. fucking right. It's fucking right. Just click agree. Just, that's, Just that's, click that's, agree. That's mm-hmm. the key to success is fucking do not read the fine print. That's right. true. That's what that's I always true. tell it's people. It's really the new punk rock anthem. It's, it's fucking right. Just click agree. Just click agree. Just click agree. Just fucking sign it, you fucking wanker. Terms of service are for pucks. Yeah, exactly. Emily just brought up actually the whole track listing for the album on her phone. Do you want to go through a couple of them here and see... Uh, yeah, else? oh my God. <laughs> you guys are good. Get ready, because this is You only fun. have to do a couple. I know they're long titles. Yeah, so my, my third favorite is Invest in My Water Parks. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking... <laughs> This so is, good. Uh, I mean, is, the drums, snares. Oh, the water, snares, well, fucking, snares are in. The water parks pay for themselves. Toms are out. <laughs> because snares fucking, are in. Here's the secret. You fucking don't have to get water because people piss the fucking pools. Wait, oh, does, that mean, does that mean they get so, them bloodied? <laughs> no, they get drunk. Oh, they get the pools drunk. Oh, they get the pools drunk. It's fucking right. They we get fucking the, get the, they get the pools empty drunk. pools drunk right. and they fill. Okay, I guess. Okay. It's like, it's a, we're in a water park, but we're in a drought, so there's no water. <laughs> but it's fucking That piss. is pretty it's funny. Piss. And yeah. they just put in a little white food coloring. Yeah. And white fucking, food coloring. <laughs> so you can't I see that it's piss anymore. <laughs> is that just I milk? It's getting pretty alt righty. I sell it. I sell it at Amway. We sell the disappearing urine food. Food color. <laughs> One of the things with the herbal life is just milk. 
<laughs> curds and whey. Yeah, you gotta use all the parts, right? That is woke. That is woke. That's like old timey woke. Yeah. My fourth favorite pack on here is invest in turning my failed water park into a skate park. That's fucking true. It's fucking true. I mean, the most easy. It's fucking. You just fucking remove the water, and fucking kids on skateboards can fucking go. They love bowls. They fucking love bowls. Get those Z boys in there. That's what I'm saying. Have them goofing around. I like that. It's a turnkey operation. Is what I'm saying. Doesn't love shredding. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The fucking, Who the, doesn't love shredding? The good people of Scottsdale love shredding, is what I'm saying. So. <laughs> Nothing like shredding on a skateboard in 112 degree weather. That's fucking right. It's fucking, fucking right. amazing. You can uh, do it all day and all night. Uh, what do you think is the preachiest track on this? Because always punk records, oh, they always have like one preachy it's one. Yeah. Definitely Let's Rebuild the Railways. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's so fucking, preachy. Uh, it's like, well, we want to, we've always right, wanted to, right. but the idea that you and you alone can do that with everybody's money is like really like. Well, I just have this idea. If I can, uh, listen, who, who here likes to go on vacation? Oh, I love it. That's right. That's oh, right. yeah, I travel. I just, went, like to, to I just went to Big Bear, California. Uh, it's fucking great. It's yeah. a good place. So, <laughs> what, what, the, 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 why do we need to redo the fucking. Why we need to fucking redo the trains uh-huh. is that there are all these fucking beautiful places, all these places. Have you, have you heard of Cancun, uh, Mexico? Yes. Have you heard of that? I've heard of it, but I'd like to hear you describe <laughs> that's it. That's right, that's right. It's Say fucking, I haven't heard of this. How would you, how fucking, would you pitch it in like maybe like fucking, a weird a time office? share? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. Well, that's what I was about to bring up. Oh, okay. There's, you, if you would like to invest in the American dream of uh, relaxing and going on vacation, I've got many opportunities in, in uh, Cancun, timeshare opportunities. Right now, no money down, only 15 quid, <laughs> and you can invest in the timeshare of your dreams, and the train will take you there, and all we have to do is get Since an act Cancun? of... All you have to do is get an act of Congress yeah. to get the train, yeah. the, the Los Angeles to Cancun train system. I mean, that's, that's my that, favorite that, lyric, is like, what don't you understand about no money down? That means zero, that means zero. That that's means all right. No it's a great hook. Down. It's, it's a great hook. That's right, that's right, that's right. And then people have been talking about this LA to Cancun train for fucking decades, right? I can't remember time when they did when that's what I'm saying, right? Hyperloop. That's right. That's right. So yeah. what? <laughs> the Atlanta Cancun steam engine. Just, just imagine, you could bore the train today in only 14 days. <laughs> Be your fucking vacation. A fortnight, if you will. A fortnight. Elon right. steam. Yeah, that's right. right that's right. <laughs> so, yeah. Which implies that you know, that Tesla's run on Musk. So. <laughs> <laughs> the mail is covered. <laughs> I'm taking investors right now who would like to be a. You're, oh you're going to triple your money in fucking a week or six, seven years. Is, either one <laughs> either of those is it things. one of the two? It's one of those two. If you don't die of scurvy. If you don't <laughs> die of scurvy, yeah. Do you have any limes on this trip? If, well, is that is fucking because I'm British? Is that what you're saying? No, it's a scurvy thing. That's right. Not, he wasn't calling you a limey tooth sucking Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't that's doing right. that. I don't you were calling I was, yeah. I was thinking it the whole time, but he didn't call you that. We only have alcohol on the train. It's only Just alcohol. Just booze and limes. That's fucking right. What if somebody wants like a tequila? You got a lime for that? No. No, it's fucking right. It's fucking you, fucking punk rock train. There's fucking <laughs> that is punk only rock fucking train. hard liquor the entire fucking way. That's pretty. Yeah. Bad. And no water either. You fucking. Oh you boy. Just, you just fucking train. Well, you just you 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 just, put some of that white dye into piss and. That's <laughs> fucking, I, we've, we've, and then you fingerboard in the glass afterwards. You, you fucking should be a part of this fucking thing. You should sign up. But Matthew, would you like to sign up? I don't have any quid. That's fine. I'm all, out of, I'm all out of quid. All out of quid. You know, fucking, you can oh, use I'm your all organs. Out of quid. You 
you that's can... my favorite ballad from your records. I'm all out of quid. I'm so lost without you. It's amazing. It's amazing. Listen, if you want to use your organs as down payments, I was going to say my, my all time. I think the most punk rock song on this album of all time is "Do You Want to Buy My Kidneys?" <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's well, fucking it's like truly. You, uh, God gave us two for a reason. It's yeah. fucking to sell. And you're selling them both. Which yeah, is... it's fucking. It's, it's like the appendix. You don't really need a kidney. Yeah, it's it's just a, right. It just gets in the way just, eventually. You got to just put a sponge a in there. Yeah. <laughs> put a sponge in there to slap a sticker on that's it. You're going to go. Certified fresh Put an oil, oil filter. Yeah. That's right. That's By right. the way, I did yeah. notice that you have a like a, a leaking scar on your like in your mesh tank that's top. Right. I was going to say, are you, did you recently remove a kidney? Of course. I fucking... And, to what end? But Every I, few weeks he yeah, puts a new one I, in. But I, but I find them all the time. I fucking find Yeah. Fucking these kids these days fucking taking out their kidneys and just throwing them on the sidewalk. We truly live in a throwaway culture. That's what I'm saying. That's fucking what I'm saying. It's so. the newest take a rib out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's yes. God said to Adam, yeah, it ain't those fucking things. That's what I'm saying. Here's my record. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, uh, with your uh, mesh tank top and your right. bloody wound and your top hat, do you ever get confused with Slash? <laughs> I fucking, he's all right. He's all right. But he wears fucking jackets, and I my bloody tank top is my look. So people generally You just always have open wounds. That's yeah. fucking right. That's, that's punk that's rock. That's why you moved to Scottsdale. Right. <laughs> like, who's the true Slash? The guy with slashes. The guy who's all slashed <laughs> oh, you fucking think you're Slash? <laughs> Get a load of my Cutco knives. <laughs> I went into a little bit of Paul Hogan yeah, there. Was I did fun, not be no, doing, that's not a wound. This is a wound. <laughs> this is a wound. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, wrapping we're, up we're, here. Yeah, oh. we're, we're good. We're good. Oh, I just I just hold up held up a blank phone. And I was like, you guys know what I mean here. <laughs> you gotta get that's off fucking punk rock. It's fucking punk rock to yeah. pretend you well, know what time yeah. it is, but to not. Yeah, <laughs> it's nothing more punk rock than tapping your wrist. That's right. Punctuality. <laughs> that's right. Punctuality is very. Pu- I mean, it's right yeah. in the title. Punctuality. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's that that's right. Saying your shoes are sun untied. Yeah. So what is this? Plugs. It's time for for uh, some. Uh, yeah. Let's just. Well, I was trying to think of a punk plugs combination. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. Pungs. Pungs? <laughs> that's the worst. That sounds fucking that's the, gross. That's the worst thing. That was I've a said. fucking children's show in UK in the early Oh, 80s. The, the, the Wee Pungs? The Wee Pungs. Was, Fifth Danger and the Wee Pungs. I remember that. That was a fun kid's show. It was, it was babies uh, with dog outfits on them. And, that's what it and was. they fucking smashed each other over the head with beer bottles. Babies. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Ritchie's first, uh, first directorial debut, I believe. That was fucking brilliant. Babies had coke. <laughs> Coke babies. Uh, this episode will be coming out what December? Ooh, what is five? It? Five? Nope. Oh, nope. Seven? Nope. Six? Oh, well, five. Monday's four. the fourth. Monday's the fourth. So five, Thursday. six, seven. Yeah, that one. Uh, December seventh. Uh, we'll start here over here uh, to my left with Emily Maya Mills. What is going on with you that you'd like the people to know about online or otherwise? Well, we've got I've got a monthly show, a live show in Frogtown, California Ooh. called Ooh. The Frogtown Show. It's at the Left Bank. It's once a month, second Saturday, so it'll be coming up on December 9th. Ooh. Um, and this will, weekend. Yeah, this coming weekend. And actually, it will be our last show at the Left Bank because we outgrew the space and we're nice. going to be moving to Spoke Bicycle Cat, oh, Bicycle Shop and Cafe. Oh, also in Frogtown. So look out for us in January, January 13th. will be our first show at 
the new Spoke yeah. Cafe location. Awesome. Um, buy my album on iTunes on a special thing records. It's called Buy a Thread. Okay, that's me. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, of course. I for, wait, wait. What is, I just need it. What is Frog Frog Town? Is this a thing I don't? Frog Town is like made up neighborhood. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a made up neighborhood. It's like, uh, well, it's not. It was originally. Uh, it's a. It's basically a Legion Park adjacent is what they were calling it after the seventies when it became known for the Frog Town Gang. Oh, warfare. you probably know those guys. So, so, after the seventies, good guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those guys. froggy bastards. Uh, fucking nice Always guys. smashing beer bottles over their baby's head. <laughs> nice um, guys. <laughs> so they tried to ch- realtors tried to change the name to Elysian Park adjacent instead of Frogtown, but it was commonly known as Frogtown Frog back in the day. It's now, which it originally got its name because it's proximity to the L.A. River, and that there was one time when the L.A. River would flood, people would end up with all these frogs on their front doorsteps. Oh, okay. So, um, like the Bible. Uh, yeah, like the Bible, <laughs> like like ma- uh, Mahogany? What is it? No, Mahogany Drive. Mahogany Drive. <laughs> Cold Magnolia. Water Can- Magnolia. Magnolia. Okay. Coldwater <laughs> Canyon. The Paul Thomas Anderson film. <laughs> Uh, so check that out. It's in Frogtown and Z Boys. Uh, everyone can go out there and uh, check out that show. Uh, monthly show on Saturdays, correct? Uh, it's a monthly show on the second Saturday. Second Saturday, month. second Saturday. There it is. And uh, Emily, my bills on all the social media things. Probably yes, you're out there. And her album's great. I just bought it last week, and it's fantastic. Uh, everyone should get it. Uh, it's very good. It's a great hour of uh, chuckles. You know? Yeah, you know that's where we go. For. <laughs> Speaking of an hour, no one's of chuck- listening. They're all laughing. Yeah, that, especially you out there in Sri Lanka, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, shout get out that album. Good properties coming your way soon. Uh, uh, so, okay, let's move over here to Emily's left, to our esteemed uh, fourth guest, whose name is coming to be right Nigel Bastard. Nigel Bastard. That's right. Uh, what's, uh, other than this amazing album that we just went track for track with, uh, sure, sure. and all of your various, that, all, that, all your like. various schemes, uh, what else do you want people to know? Well, I, I am missing both of my kidneys right now, so <laughs> oh, if anyone has an extra one just lying around, we've never place. had a plug for. A do kidney. you want to put your Venmo out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, just fucking. Uh, my address is five three 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 Russell Avenue. If you could just send me a kidney in the mail, I'd appreciate I know somebody who squats there. I that's think, right. That's uh, right. I, interesting that you. That's right. Went with that choice of an address. Yeah. So fucking, just send me kidneys or other organs because I'm fucking always using them and throwing them just, away. And you know, it's 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 like Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the new currency. Yeah, yeah. It's Which like, I'm personally it, shocked you did not try to sell us. <laughs> <laughs> the exchange rate is nuts right Yeah, he fucking just nuts. lost a lot of money. <laughs> Bananas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. So yeah, fucking send me your organs. Fucking. That's right. right okay. Could. Can do. <laughs> All right, Matt, what's up? Uh, well, I want to plug uh, our organs? good friend uh, Whitney Melton. Ah, he, he's yeah. online oh, probably at Whitney Melton or something. Whitney S. Melton, I believe. Whitney on, S. Melton. On, uh, on, uh, on various social Or Whitney things. as Smelton. Whitney Smelton. Uh-huh. He's Whitney out there. He's always <laughs> fucking wanker. He's always, he's always melting metals and other things. That's and right. Giving oh, that's shape. fucking punk. That's very punk. That's There's nothing more punk, punk rock than being a blacksmith. That's right. Yeah, he's great. People should check him out. What about you? Right. I got nothing uh, till the end of, for the end of this year. So, um, but if you want me to be on something, just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> What's an address people Why can mail you, those? Yeah, put yeah. your Venmo out. Yeah, there. please, please Venmo me a show. <laughs> Rate this episode five stars and then uh, give Matt a booking in your review if you can. <laughs> uh, That'd be great. Capital City INC Twitter Instagram. Uh, Kevin. Ah, December seventeenth, I'll be at the Wake and Bake Comedy Show at some pot shop that I still haven't looked up the name of. It's probably Wake and Bake. I think it's <laughs> probably, the name of the. 
place. Uh, that'll be fun. That'll be a Sunday of sorts. Uh, other than that, <laughs> uh, yeah, almost almost kind of done with the, the year here. Uh, look out for some hot stuff. There may be a, a new show that I'm starting in uh, beginning oh. of 2018. Uh, more on that as it develops. Yeah. We are between venues, meaning I haven't tried. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's coming up. Uh, other than that, KB Anderson, yo, Twitter and Instagram. Bleak Pod on Twitter to follow this show. Rate, review, subscribe, Stitcher, iTunes, all that good stuff. We're on all the apps. If you got an app for podcasts, we're on there. You're probably already using it because you're listening to this. But do it. Anyway, do it more. <laughs> subscribe on your parents' phones. I don't give a shit. Exactly. You're already using their Netflix yeah, account. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, give, please, give something back. Please send me a fucking organ. And, yeah, yeah. We kidneys. really need to get an organ for this guy. Uh, uh, Emily, you don't happen to have an organ for this man, do you? No, I don't. I don't. I'm so sorry. But I That's do. I feel like you and I should go in on a Bitcoin, and by that I mean a fun joke. <laughs> a fun bit to coin at a later date. I, like, hey. I fucking like that. It's fucking rock and roll. It's fucking, <laughs> well, has, fucking rock and fucking Emily roll. Emily has slipped into a catatonic state. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not he sure. did I, start off with Johnny Walker Black Cocktails. Oh, yeah. yeah that's fucking right. Punk rock. I took uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Very punk rock. Uh, Emily, thank you so much for being thank here. You for, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Nigel, thank you for being here. Uh, we'll talk after about which of your schemes I'm going to sign up for. And then Piss off. Yeah, all right, <laughs> okay. fair enough. Matt, I'll see you next week. Yeah, all right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.